Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica Elayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. We have officially begun a rookie training camp. That's right. Today marks day number two of rookie training camp. We're going to hear from Maddie Veneers after day one. I'm going to break down who is at training camp, especially for the rookies. And did the Seattle Kraken miss out on an opportunity by not attending one of the many NHL Rookie Camp Tournaments. We're going to talk about that and plenty more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle sports fans, Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. I know it's been a little bit. Uh, you can probably hear my, that my voice is going. We'll maybe get into that a little bit later. But let's talk about what's exciting about this week. The Seattle Kraken are back on the ice at the Kraken Community Iceplex. I know some of you are there. We've got some amazing podcasts doing some amazing coverage on the scene, and we're going to hear from Maddie Beneers after what is his first training camp with the Seattle Kraken. But first, let's take you to the Seattle Kraken website. They, of course, as always, have um, a great training camp central where you can check out all of the details that you need to know for Seattle Kraken training camp, starting with, of course, the actual dates. So we started yesterday, but we will also have some more dates here. Let's uh, let's go to the full schedule here. So September 22nd is the first uh, practice. That will be on Thursday. But I mentioned that there's a Monday, Tuesday rookie camp that's happening at Starbucks Rink 1. They should be hitting the ice at 11.38 a.m., that's Pacific time. So um, we'll hear from players once they finish up rookie camp. Um, but then also on Thursday, we'll get our first action of the full squad. And there will be a live stream available. And then there's uh, Thursday, Friday. And then the players, as you can see here, have a day off on Saturday. And then if you are a member of The Depths, you will be able to go to a special event, a closed practice only for season ticket members uh, and Depths members on the 25th. And we go on and on right until we get to our preseason games. So I was able to go out to training camp last year. Not going to make it out this year. Might make it out for some preseason games, but we'll see how the schedule just goes, I guess. Uh, yeah, I had a opportunity um, for myself uh, to go to the Amerigo Latam Cup and be one of the broadcasters, hence the voice. So that did mean I had to change my plans for preseason. Anyway, now let's get into what you really want to know, which of course is who was invited to camp. 
The Seattle Kraken have seven players that were invited by PTO. That includes three forwards, three de uh, defensemen, and a goaltender. So let's just take you to that roster. Some of these names you will absolutely recognize. Others, you know, maybe, maybe not. But, of course, right at the top, we'll hear from him coming up soon, Maddie Beneers. But then I want to mention the first PTO that we have here, David Cotton, um, played with Chicago in the AHL, 55 games, 7 goals, 9 assists. Then we also have here on the list, Tristan Mullen. Uh, now, Tristan Mullen, we'll see here on the list, comes from Cleveland AHL 53 games 7 goals 12 assists is on a PTO for the Seattle Kraken also on a PTO here Daniel Sprung now this was reported Daniel Sprung spent time with us one of the acquisitions at the trade deadline for the Seattle Kraken didn't quite do enough to get a roster spot, but was invited to camp. So we see him. And then also I'm not going through all of these names, but you'll also recognize like Luke Henman, um, Alexander true Carson Trowinski. Some of these players that we are expecting will be on our AHL team. Um, but we move on here after Daniel sprung, let's head over to the defenders. Jimmy Schultz, Schultz, <coughs> excuse me. Now, read an interesting story about him in particular. I'll leave that in the show notes. But Schultz um, had some time in the AHL uh, as long uh, as well as um, with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And this is kind of a theme that we're talking about a lot when it comes. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights and them not being able to keep prospects. That being because of how they went about uh, basically um, their roster and wanting to boon that roster so that they did make the Stanley Cup final in their first year, but then had to absolutely implode their roster. The Seattle Kraken, we are not doing that. We are FC opportunity. I loved that from our good man. <coughs> Excuse me. Brett Holden, Locked on Oilers host, and he gave me that phrase, FC opportunity, and I feel that for the Seattle Kraken. Anyway, uh, Callum Booth, PTO as a goaltender, but with um, with Schultz in particular, there's an article here, Pro Hockey Rumors, that, you know, he's already 27 years old, has spent some time with, um, with the Sabres, and... Trying to get something going here. He signed with the Vegas Golden Knights, but again, with the way their roster has been constructed, not able to tap in and get anything more than just a game. So Schold comes from St. Cloud State University in the great state of Minnesota, the state of hockey, if you will. Um, so we'll see what he can bring to camp. So Schold and Booth, um, some players that I'm going to keep an eye out for. Booth comes from the um, main Mariners in the AHL, uh, also um, played in the ECHL. And so those are just some names. Other names that we have here, Matt Tennyson and Eddie Wichow. So, um, again, everyone else you pretty much expected either 
because of our Seattle Kraken roster, what we expect to be the Coachella Valley Firebirds roster. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's hear from Maddie Beneers, our first ever draft pick, first ever training camp. And we are going to hear from him uh, about what he was doing in the offseason after um, the first day. But right now, let's take you to our sponsor, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs for this season. Of course, you can find all the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts. It is also your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and of course, scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check on all of your favorite sports, of course, including the National Hockey League. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica Eliala. And once again, want to thank you whether you're listening on audio or if you're a subscriber to our YouTube channel, we thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. Now, let's listen to Maddie Beneers after day one of the rookie camp part of training camp. Oh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good to get on the ice and, you know, get ready to you know, get going for training camp. So, um, you know, we had a good skate today with all the rookies, and then, um, you know, tomorrow we'll have the same thing, and then Wednesday we get going, so. You like it? Um, you know, I think we've, there's been a good amount of guys that have been back. Like, I've been back for probably a week, a little bit over a week now, so kind of start to get your legs under you, and then, um, you know, that was a little harder than, than what we've been doing, um, especially with, you know, not as many guys, you know, you kind of go on every ship, but it's good because, uh, you'll be in shape for when it comes time. Um, you said you said it well. Yeah, I feel comfortable after you know getting a couple of games under my belt. Um, but I think I know uh, it's gonna be a lot tougher this year, and you know you gotta you gotta get ready for it. So hopefully that's hopefully it's not as bad. Uh, you know, not as tough, but it sounds like that's gonna be the case. That's that can be one thing. I think. Um, yeah, you know, instead of playing 10, you're playing 82. So that's a little different. You know, just the grind of uh, every other night, pretty much, you're playing a hockey game. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of both, you know. Um, hopefully, I don't I don't know if they know who I am, but <laughs> but, but hopefully I can do, uh, you know, pick up where I left off from the end of last year. And we've been, um, you know, we were able to skate with a lot of the guys that were on the team last year, the last week or so. So, um you know, I think you kind of get a little gauge on how, how you know, their seasons in the past and went, you know, start to middle and getting to the end slash, like, trying to get, make a playoff. So, um, you know, there's a little talk about it, but it's more just kind of playing by ear and just getting as prepared as I can to, uh, you know, be ready to, for that. Yeah, I mean, biggest thing was just, um, you know, off ice, working out, getting bigger, stronger, um, you know, putting on weight, but, you know, good weight, not weight that's, and I just get lost right when we get into training camp or, you know, into the season. So um, I think I did a really good, pretty good job of that. Um, you know, I had a lot of help from guys here, guys back home um, in Michigan when I was there for a little bit. So, um, you know, I was kind of pulling from all angles and just uh, I think it was a little easier this summer just being surrounded by a lot more, um, you know, a lot more pros that, you know, they're doing the same thing. That's kind of their job at this point. So. Uh, I think that was that was helpful, especially back home in, in Michigan. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just more balanced diet, uh, you know, less, less sweets. I don't know if I gave anything up, but <laughs> I definitely limited it. So that was Maddie Beneers after day one of official training camp for the Seattle Kraken. You heard him say that there have been some guys that have been on the ice. Uh, he's been in Seattle for about a week. So we know that there's kind of like uh, captain skates. We don't officially have a captain yet, but we'll see about that. Anyway, player skates and stuff like that. Big story for a lot of folks is that Matty Benier saying that he's trying to put on good weight and make sure that he doesn't bulk up and then basically just shed that weight uh, as he's conditioning more. So we'll see how Matty Benier is going to handle, he said it, 10 games versus 80-plus games in an NHL season. Very different. And I mentioned YouTube. If you want to listen to the full uh, media availability with Maddie Beneers, the best way to do that is to subscribe to Locked on Kraken on YouTube. I'm going to have that posted for you. You can hear from Maddie Beneers himself. We're only going to play a little bit of a snippet here on Locked on Kraken, but subscribe, set those notifications, and then you can check out some of your playlists, uh, your favorite playlists, including player media availability. But so we've talked about the Seattle Kraken and they're having training camp. Um, and there's a rookie training camp two days uh, before they get a day off on Wednesday uh, in between uh, getting ready for the full roster, including PTOs that we discussed in the first section. Now, segment, excuse me. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, everyone from, uh, I was just in Florida, so you've got the Panthers prospects are in Carolina, Nashville. Every other team in the Pacific Division is doing some kind of rookie development camp tournament so they're getting to compete against other rookies and i want to take you to this this article it's uh, over on the hockey writers and um did the seattle kraken miss out on an opportunity by not having their rookies participate in one of these camps now according to this article the answer is yes so first i'm going to walk you through the points from the article. Again, this is the hockey writers. Um, and I'll have this in the show notes for you. And then let's discuss it. So the question of the day will be, did the Seattle Kraken miss out on an opportunity to send their rookies to a rookie tournament? Let's see what the hockey writers have to say. The Seattle Kraken, Kraken missing opportunity <clears throat> by skipping prospect tournaments. And, of course, we know, as this article starts, that development is critical for NHL success. So a lot of teams have started these prospect tournaments. And the argument is made that in these prospect tournaments, not only do you get to see what your rookies are doing in a hockey scenario, but they're playing against not just their teammates. You're seeing them react in real time in a, in a more game like situation. Um, then also added bonus, you get to see other prospects. And so when we get to trade deadlines and beefing up deals for players that you want, this can be an opportunity. So what are some of these uh, prospects? Again, I mentioned there's one in Raleigh. So that's the Hurricanes. The Maple Leafs have one. So is this a missed opportunity? Again, according to this article for the hockey 
writers, yeah, outside of the quote, outside of the top prospects that fans already know about, these tournaments are a perfect opportunity to get to know some of the players who were picked later in the draft. And I think that's a fair point. Um, and then you're introducing Seattle Kraken prospects to other markets as well, or maybe even booning the markets that they already have some affiliation to and now getting them to follow the Seattle Kraken. So again, this goes on to say that the San Jose Sharks have um, the Traverse City prospect, prospect tournament. Um, uh, there's Vancouver, who's hosting right now Calgary, Edmonton, and um, the Los Angeles Sharks, or excuse me, the Los Angeles Kings, San Jose Sharks, Anaheim, and Vegas are all at the San Jose Sharks tournament. So it was an opportunity and a missed opportunity. Um, and this is where, this is the caveat that the article makes, which is where I want to impart my thoughts. And it, the, the article says, quote, to be fair the to the organization, this is only their second season, so joining pro a prospect can't, camp could take time. Full stop. It's a full stop for me right there. That is the difference. We need time with our own prospects. We need time with our own prospects. So we had some, we had some of the guys in training camp. Like I told you, I was there in Seattle last year, got to see them active. And then, so sorry, I'm still, my voice is uh, still uh, coming back from, I did 21 games in like five days, something crazy like that. I don't even know. Anyway. So apologies that this, this edit might be a little raw, just like my voice is a little raw. Anyway, we need time with our guys. We need time with our guys. Uh, they were at camp, but some of them who were at camp last year, which is what I was saying before my last coughing fit, they were with us, but then you know, you got to trim the fat before you get into preseason. And so not all of them were, were at training camp the whole time. Also, it, we were dealing with COVID. And there were some guys that missed out on an opportunity, whether it was COVID, whether it was injury, whether having difficulty traveling, whatever the case may be. The Seattle Kraken, we need time with our own prospects. So I, I was like, oh. I'm seeing these prospect camps pop up on other locked on crack and shows. And I'm like, I, you know, we're not doing any of that, but we need time. Um, I'm let's say at, I'm questioning, I'm questioning a lot of the systems. I'm questioning a lot of the understanding of the systems. I'm questioning a lot of the execution of the systems. And not all of that is going to be healed or remedied just in training camp or preseason, but by golly, gee whiz, wouldn't it be nice to have our prospects and build also, what is going to be foundational for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So we've had Jessica Campbell on the show before. She and the Coachella Valley Firebirds coaching staff, technical staff, is in Seattle. We don't need to worry about anybody else but us, baby. We got plenty of things to worry about when we're just focused on us. So I think it's an interesting article, uh, but I want to know what you think. I gave you a, a summary of the article to go check it out on the hockey writers. I gave you my point of view. What do you think? Would you have liked to see the Seattle Kraken participating in these rookie camp tournaments? Would it benefit the rookies? Would it benefit the fan base? What is the, the plus minus the negative and positives 
for these rookie camps. And do you think the Seattle Kraken will do it next season? Let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know on social media at Locked on Kraken, wherever you follow the show. Uh, I really want to know what you think about this. I, th- I think we're okay. I think we're okay not to do this. I think, honestly, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident in the systems. I think we still have some foundational things we need to do. I get it. You want guys to compete. Generally speaking, competing before going into the NHL is great, but there's just so many things that a brand new franchise only entering its second ever NHL season needs to do. And I don't think one of those things is to travel to a rookie camp. (coughs) Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I actually want to take us off the ice for a little bit. And I've been teasing out this, uh, this news regarding an NBA team back to Seattle and we heard from Lewicki. So I want to take you to what he had to say and then we'll close out the show so that hopefully by next show, I won't sound like this. I'm going to rest my voice. We're going to go to rookie training camp, hear from the guys, and then we'll come hope back tomorrow hopefully more tea, and I'll be sounding a little better. So that's what's coming up. What did Wiki say about the return of the NBA and potentially to Climate Pledge Arena? Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Crack in your first listen of the day. We're going to end this show with uh, Todd Lightwicky. He spoke to uh, Local Fox 13 about what I love is that he was talking about Sue Bird, And then that also kind of folded in to talking about the NBA. So for those of you who know, I used to be one of the hosts on the Locked On Women's Basketball Show. That's actually how I started on the network. Now I'm focusing my uh, talents in hockey. Anyway, um, so I've been keeping an eye on, and the Seattle Storm made it to um, the semifinals, did not advance to the finals this year in what was Sue Bird's last season and so Aaron Levine posted this for Fox 13 wanted to get to it last week but again the Amerigo Latam Cup was happening in Florida and let's just say 21 games is a lot of games to be calling in a very short window of time Uh, but I had a blast and anyway so we didn't get to this last week but um Todd Lywicki um Talked about so many amazing things, including, are we going to get a Sue Bird statue? I, for one, would love to see it. Um, but here we go. Um, we we had an anniversary of the Kraken Community Iceplex, so Laiwiki talks about that, uh, about the importance of having that community uh, space so that fans can interact with their team, uh, potential hockey players, uh, can see their dream played out and manifested. And then other people can just fall in love with hockey. I fell in love with hockey and became a rink rat at almost 30 years old. And look at me now, huh? Uh, Mint to the Olympics to cover the women's and men's hockey tournament. And then uh, Todd Laywicki is asked about, were the expectations for season one maybe a little high? Are they about where he wants them for season two? Is the playoffs in the picture? You know, what's happening with the Firebirds? Love to see it. Um, and then Laywicki says this about the storm. Um, 
for hockey fans, dreams came true. The team came, and it's going to be great. For fans of Paul McCartney to see one of his final shows, maybe his final show in Seattle. Uh, and then he goes on you know, about all that happened in Climate Pledge Arena. But I think for the WNBA team, their best days are now in front of them. They've had an amazing story to this point. But legitimately, legitimately they can now dream big dreams. This arena for them brought some prosperity that had been missing. It created a true partnership. And, you know, it's hard to see Sue's career end, but exciting to think about their future, them being the Seattle Storm. The future for the Storm is super bright. Um, And so then they talk about the Sue Bird statue. um, And and he basically is like, listen, I'm not going to say anything on behalf of the Seattle Storm. Um, And then that's when we get into these NBA rumors. And I'm going to read this for you um, from the uh, from the transcript. Uh, so the question is, there was a report earlier this week that the league wanted to announce future expansion to Seattle and Las Vegas right around the Clippers preseason game here. Can you address that at all? <coughs> Any validity to it? Lewicki. Yeah, I'm not going to address that. There's going to be a lot of rumors and innuendos. I know, you know, we think the best thing that we can do is not get ahead of the league. They've got big issues coming. They're in a CBA discussion and they've got broadcast deals coming. In due time, they will get to this. And in due time, we're going to be well positioned. The hard work is done building a world-class arena. And I like that. And let me just show you the article real quick for those who want to check it out if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I like that he's saying the hard work is done. Climate Pledge Arena. And I love that he hit on Bruce Springsteen. He hit on, you know, the, the WNBA and all these amazing things have that have happened. The rivalry series. So the United States versus Canada women's hockey coming there. I think it's amazing. And then he goes uh, the, on to say the building is phenomenal for basketball. And we're super excited about the Clippers playing the Portland Trailblazers here. And in fact, two games that are going to play here, the first NBA game in our building will happen that first week in October. And we're going to have a packed house. And in our own Seattle way, we will tell the world we are here. We are ready. So he's not saying anything, but he's not not saying anything. And I'm okay with that. So I'm very excited personally to see what this means. If there will be an M NBA team along with a W NBA team at Climate Pledge Arena and, of course, the Seattle Kraken. That's all we have for today's show. Um, Wellness tip of the day, if you're going to go to Florida and be at an ice rink in the middle of or the back end of summer, make sure you bring a scarf. (laughs) I definitely could have used a scarf. My sinuses are uh, still a little bit inflamed, but we are back here for Locked on Kraken, your daily podcast for the Seattle Kraken. Um, Forgive me for taking off yesterday, but I promise you, if you're having trouble with the tone and texture of my voice today, it was a lot worse yesterday. So, uh, you know, I say it a lot. Another wellness tip, you got to take care of yourself. So needed to step aside for yesterday, but we're getting back to our daily dose of the Seattle Kraken with Locked on Kraken. We were supposed to have a special guest on last week. We rescheduled that. So I'm going to just wait till it's in the can, as they say in the movies. Uh, But then we will have a special guest to talk about the upcoming season and what the broadcast in particular is going to look like. For now, 
Hold fast, stay true. And if you're not already a member of The Depths, go ahead and do that because then you'll get to do some exclusive stuff every season coming up this week. All right, that'll be all for today's show. I will see you on the next one. Hold fast, stay true, and let's go cracking.